Welcome to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast presented by Manscaped. Today, we've got our linebacker duo, Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner joining us. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Thanks for having us. <laughs> you look nervous, Dre. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Bit, it's no, going to be fine. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with an easy one, okay? okay. Just to All calm right. the nerves a little bit. <laughs> We're fresh off the Christmas holiday. How about you guys start off sharing your favorite Christmas thing that you did over the one day you had off? <laughs> um, for me, this was this was a special Christmas because it was the first one uh, me and my wife had in our new home. Um, had my mom in law in town too, so it was just the three of us with uh, with our dogs, and you know it was just cool to just uh, spend all day Christmas Day at you know at the house. Didn't have to go nowhere. Just kind of you know being being together as a family, opening some gifts and. Uh, Watching ball. That's a good holiday. What about you, Dre? No doubt. So uh, I just kind of, kind of like Fred, just stayed at home with my, with my girl, not, not wife yet, but my girl <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and my son. Uh, I got a two year old, uh, Kamari, and uh, you know it was fun uh, just being able to get some spend some spend some time with him. And uh, I mean, he's been eyeballing the presents under the tree for about a month now. So <laughs> he's been grabbing them and taking them to his room. So it was fun to, to be able to you know watch him open the presents. And I mean, he was turned so. <laughs> Good time. <laughs> All right. So follow up to that. What's the best gift you either gave or received? It sounds like the best gift you gave for you, Dre. Um, uh, probably be the best gift. Uh, would probably be just I got him a uh a nice little little Batmobile uh car that he can sit in and drive. It's kind of it's automatic. Ooh, and, yeah. Uh, nice. I can yeah, those, I can drive it nice. with uh yeah no doubt I can drive it with the I can actually control it with the remote control. Mm. So he's not, yeah, he can't drive it quite yet, but it's fun. He'll I just get be, there. I don't think it's going to take Wrecking long. him and stuff is fun, yeah. What about you, Fred? Um, trying to think. I mean, I got something, actually, I got something really special. My grandmother, uh, she took this time, she took her time, took, took the time to pull out all these photos from, like, baby pictures of all the grandchildren and even, like, all the photos back when she was younger and put it all in a scrapbook um, to kind of show like the lineage of how our family was like kind of made, you know, yeah. um, and put it all in a scrapbook. It was super, super cool to see. It was pictures I ain't even seen of myself when I was younger, you know, just kind of looking through the, the, the scrapbook. It was pretty cool. Are you one of those people that looks exactly like you did as a kid and you're just taller or yeah. do you look completely different? Yeah, except, you know, the beard and dreads and stuff kind of changed a little bit, but for the most part, yeah, you can, see, yeah, you can see yeah, you can see a little Fred in there. <laughs> All right, guys. It's week 17. The NFC West is clinched. Teammates of yours are on the mend. So great news there. But still two weeks left to go in the regular season. What's the mindset heading into Vegas? Uh, you know, for us, I feel like, you know, it's just about it's about us. You know what I mean? We don't really focus on, you know, how many games we got left or who we're playing. It's about uh, you know, just getting the best out of ourselves and, you know, each and every person. So, uh, you know, we just focus on ourselves, our fu on fundamentals, our technique, and just uh, just continue to better ourselves. And, you know, that's going to carry on through the rest of the season and into the playoffs. So, yeah, we just we're, – we're entirely just focused on ourselves. Fred, I know you were happy about the win last week, but you, you uh, said something about the 20 points that y'all <laughs> gave up. So here's the time to elaborate if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And I tried to explain, you know, that the number one always is the win, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'll never take away from a win. That's that's the goal in this league. It's hard to win in, this, in the league. Um, you know, the fact that we've won eight straight is a huge testament to everybody just being locked in and every week 
finding ways to win. But there has been a standard set, you know, for our yeah. defense. We do pride ourselves on being the best defense in the NFL. And so uh, with great power comes great responsibility. When you've known as that, you got to come out every single time and be at your best, you know, because everybody's good. Everybody's got great talent. everybody got good running backs, receivers, can throw the ball. Um, you know, and it's our job to make sure that they don't do those things. And, and they we make sure that for, we make it as easy as we can for our offense. Um, if they just need to score three or seven, you know, that that be, you know, that needs to be the goal for our, our side of the ball is holding teams to nothing. And um, like Dre said, he hit it on the head, just continuing to find ways to improve and, and be at our best. So we're peaking at the right time going into the playoffs. So the Raiders had a change at quarterback this week. How does that affect game planning headed into Sunday's game? I don't think it affects our game plan much at all, you know. I mean, they got a guy that's going to come in and play that can throw the ball. So, uh, I mean, he can make all the throws that, you know, the other guy can make as well. And uh, he's been in the, the system for a little minute. So, I mean, they're not going to come in and, you know, just, you know, give us the game. You know what I mean? They're going to mm-hmm. come in and compete. They're going to fight. So, uh, we think, you know, we he's going to come in and do, you know, all the same, you know, same things that they were going to do before. So, uh, so yeah. Manscaped is the official below-the-waist grooming partner of the 49ers. Try Manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com. That's code 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com. So you said it yesterday, Dre. The Raiders haven't had the season that they probably envisioned for themselves. They have, however, been in 12 one-score games this season. What is tricky about facing a team that's battle-tested like that? Yeah, I mean, it's just you see how how um how close games are um in this league and you look at a team like the Raiders they've been like you mentioned in all these one score games and haven't quite found a way to win a lot of those games but then you look at a team like the Minnesota Vikings who are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum who've been in I think 11 or 12 one one score games and have found ways to win every single one of those um you know and so it's that's how close it is and it's it's it comes down to maybe one or two plays in the game to where that that's the defining moment on what you're gonna when you're gonna win or lose. So uh, we're not taking this team lightly at all. We're going in this game fully prepared, making sure that we're on on our p's and q's, and we got to execute at a high level to make sure we get the result that we want. So you guys are looking ahead to the playoffs, but I want to look back at some of the big season moments. Um, Fred, you were one of the three flag bearers for that Mexico City game. We talked about it post-game, but can you go into a little more detail just about how special that moment was for you? (laughs) (laughs) Mexico. No, just, um, yeah, very, very special moment uh, when I was asked to be one of the three to to run the flag out. I knew it was going to be a special moment for myself, for our team, and for uh, you know, the fans of Mexico, but to actually be out there running it out and seeing how how electrifying that stadium was um, was something I'll always remember. And I think that whole that whole trip itself kind of kind of hit home with all of us, regardless if you had, you know, the Latino descent or not. I think it was the fact that the fans were just so into it from the first from like warm ups all the way through the till the end, you know, and showed so much love to us. It was it was a moment that we'll for, we'll always remember. Yeah, I didn't get to carry the flag out, but <laughs> I'm gonna elaborate on it too. You're man. Like, give me a minute. <laughs> right, right. No, it was it was definitely just a special moment. To I mean, I've never even been out the country before, so so for that to be it's my first time, to start. To, exactly, you know, yeah. be out the country, and then uh, I think that week we went to Colorado, mm-hmm. and we had went to we ended up going to Mexico. So just everything that was going on that week and then you finally get the chance to be in Mexico and you know and, and just really experience the the atmosphere it was just 
it was unreal. It felt like a home game for sure. Okay, so now that the game is said and done, can you actually talk about how much you felt the altitude? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, this is boy. a safe space. Yeah, look. Ooh, yeah, right playing there. in Mexico in front of the fans is great. Playing in that altitude, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was different. Uh, boy, I seen Dre, I seen Dre take like that knee. I seen Dre take that knee in the game. I was like, Dre, don't do it. I told don't myself I wasn't going to do it. And I was the first one to do it. I felt myself just like, I could feel my whole body just... I was like, no, just fight it. Just fight it. The play before, I'm like, no. I'm. I, I was, you just see me dead tired. All of a sudden before the ball snap, I just like try to like, all right, just fight it. And that was the play before I actually like, I went down and then they did something to the flat. I ran to the flat. I came back. I, I saw Aziz on the sideline. Vision was getting blurry. Everything was uh, yeah. I needed, man. It was, it was tough. It was Ooh, tough. Oh, boy, it was tough. Yeah, no, it was... I usually I'm I'm more in like the I'm trying to celebrate after plays after tackles I'm flexing yeah. that game it was I'm making a tackle I'm going right back to the huddle and I'm I'm <laughs> signaling I'm signaling calls I'm not even trying to yell out the calls because right. that's just wasting <laughs> extra energy like that you're gonna need. Okay, yeah, these tough. are much different answers than we heard back yeah, then. I yeah, like it. no, you get an honest <laughs> answer now for sure. <laughs> the truth. Okay, yeah. another big moment happened week fourteen against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is your big moment, Dre. Mm-hmm. You got to pick off Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Can you guys talk about post game? Because Fred, you were involved in this as well. <laughs> I was, yeah. I'm glad now he that came. I have you both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he came over too, bro. I do appreciate that. I didn't yeah, tell you that yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I ran over there, like, you know, I was just making sure, like, I kind of had to start this conversation. I got to be the first one. I ran over there, and we had kind of already talked, like, hey, man, we finna get this ball signed. Uh-huh. I had it in my mind that I was finna get this ball signed. Mm-hmm. But once I got to him and I saw him, I didn't want to, like, it was hard to just be like, you know, like, just sign this ball after he just do a pick. So I'm just I'm like, sorry, but... right, you yeah. know, man, I'm trying to talk to him. I'm trying to figure out how I can just bring this up. Cause I got mm-hmm. the ball in my hand while I'm talking to him. Like he knows, like, I mean, I took the ball. So, mm-hmm. and then finally I'm like, I look at him, I go to him. I say, Hey man, you know what? You don't even have to sign my ball, man. You like, you had a, you had a long day, man. You don't even got to sign it. So as I'm leaving off, Fred comes up and he's like, Hey, Hey, Hey Dre, uh, you get your ball signed. <laughs> And then I just look back, and once he said that, I look back at Tom, and I was like, bro, you got to sign these balls, man. I can't, like, I can't go back. Like, I told everybody I was going to sign these balls. Like, he didn't put me on the spot. Like, I didn't told him, like, I'm getting these balls signed. And then, like, yeah, it was big. So I appreciate that, man. That was unbelievable. Everything about that was unbelievable. Did you plan to come in for the assist on that? I did, yeah. I wanted to make sure I was there to, to make sure it happened. Yeah, it's once in a lifetime right there. We don't know if we're ever gonna if we're ever gonna play against them ever again, yeah, you know, nice. and that's the GOAT. That's something that you put up on the mantle and tell your kids about one day. So it's that's pretty cool. Yeah. A whole so, week I was praying for that. So my yeah. prayer came true, man. No doubt. Yeah. So they say don't meet your idols, but did he live up to the expectation, exceed the expectation with that? Play against them, period. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like that's that's like a dream come true, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, seriously. It was pretty surreal. You see, I mean, he's the go. You watch him on TV all growing up and then he's right there. Is there anybody else that you guys would fanboy out for? Probably like that? Not. Yeah. Wow. That's a, tough one. That's a good I mean that's he a was he been in this thing then. over he been in the NFL longer than he was alive right. going prior to the NFL. So mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he's, he like a living, he like a living legend. I want, That's I the one. You know what I mean? Like, That's the one. Yeah, right there. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't even stop thinking about it. <laughs> I love the emotion. Everybody else? Ah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're on the topic of quarterbacks, I want to talk about Brock Purdy. He's nearing some historic benchmarks within the organization and around the league. You love to be tough on 
within the team on the opposition on the offense. Are you still doing that to him? <laughs> nah, I mean <laughs> it's I mean it's different in season when things are rolling, especially this late. Like you in practices, the offense has their time where they they're doing their plays in preparation, and then when it's our turn, we are up and we're doing our plays. And you know, Perd, I've. Since day one, I've seen the poise. I've seen the swag. You know, for some reason, I I really feel like, I really feel the need to have to like get after him because he's kind of like on top of it already as a rookie, which is that's the most impressive part to me. So, um, yeah, he, as long as he just keep doing what he's doing, nobody gotta get on him. Right. Okay. Seems like he's always just like locked in, so like you don't really gotta say much. <laughs> I know Dre, you're his locker mate. Mm -hmm. uh, so do you, you kind of just leave him alone, let him study? Yeah, I don't really, I don't, like, some days, I know it's kind of, like, weird, like, when I say it, but, like, some days, like, you know, I just go to my locker. I don't, I don't, because, like, before he, like, not saying that I didn't say nothing to him, because I did. Mm -hmm. I talked to him all the time, but, you know, you just, he's always at his locker studying and stuff, so I just kind of let him, like, do his thing, and then after about, like I said, about 20, 30 minutes, you know, when everything's kind of broken, I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? You know what I mean? But, <laughs> After study break, exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, when I first come to a locker, like, he's locked in, studying. That's just who he's been since he's came. So, yeah. Hey, everybody's a big fan. We love to see it. All right, so we're going to go to the fun part. These are the fan questions I told you guys about. Okay. All right. Zach from Provo wants to know. Oh, yeah, Provo. Okay, Shout we'll out. give this one to you, Fred. What does a player off day look like for you? Player off day. Um, Let's see. Wake up a little later than usual, sleep in, and go to the facility, knock out some uh, some body maintenance, work out a little bit, and then uh, do whatever my wife needs me to do. That's the, that's the, that's the honey-do right. list day. Great but, answer, you know, great answer. Um, I'll do Pilates on my off day, and then, yeah, just kind of hang out at the house, start the prep for, uh, for the week. Pretty low-key day. All right. Yeah. Okay, this one's for both of you. Jesus from Sonoma, can you describe the feeling of either sacking a QB or getting a big tackle for loss? It's an unbelievable <laughs> feeling just to be able to help the team, like, and to know that, okay, like, you know, I'm a big part of the reason why, you know, we was able to have some success. You know, anytime you make a big play, um, you know, knocking somebody in the back of the line or, I mean, it just kind of brings the, the energy for the team and it kind of sets the tone, you know, especially when it's early in the game and, Everybody's attacking. You get that first TFL, that first that first tackle. It just it kind of just gets the game rolling for the you know for the rest of the game. What about you, Fred? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's almost Sometimes it's you know just undescribable the feeling that you have making a big play, especially one of those where you get a sack or a big hit behind the line of scrimmage, and just like that's your like one moment to really just let loose. Like you know you see us all the time. We're we're constantly screaming or flexing. Dre hitting himself in the head. <laughs> Uh, that's your one moment right there where you could just mm -hmm. you can kind of just be yourself and and really let loose. Is if I had to describe it to a fan, like imagine just you got thousands and thousands of fans and you the one who just you yourself are the one who just made this big play and you just get to like really just scream and act like yeah I'm him. Like it's just like you mm -hmm. get goosebumps to, thinking about it. That's I love what you, that. that's what you dream about. You know, is making those type of plays. Big big play, Dre and Fred Warner always. You guys yeah. are like the dynamic duo just of big Fred plays. Warner. <laughs> yep. All right, so for Fred, Macy from Montecito, what's your strategy for coin tosses? And is that a high-pressure situation for yeah, you? Fair, the, the, yeah, the, the key <laughs> is to not make it a high-pressure situation. You just got to go out there and be like, oh, you know, if you lose, it is what it is. But then, like he said, tails never fails Right. most of the time. You got to kind of have a feel for it, though. It's like you might have that little feeling in that one game where it's like, Late in the playoffs last year, or late in the season last year, for some reason, heads was like, that was the that was the winner. It's just a feeling. It's a feel, though. You got to have the feel. Most of the time, it's tails. 
And then when you're at home and they're calling the, the coin toss, like, oh, yeah, I knew that wasn't going to be it. So then, you know, we win and then it's, it's defer always. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's, you just have to feel it out then. Yeah, it just it comes out. to you. All yeah, right. 50-50. For both of you, uh, I think football players are typically superstitious. Patrick from Santa Ana, what is a football superstition you take the most seriously? Uh, superstition? Um, uh, I just, you know, before, after we go out uh, of the tunnel and then, uh, you know, everybody's kind of getting ready for the uh, the national anthem. Well, before I get ready for the national anthem, I uh, I give me a prayer in. Um, just something that I started actually in the NFL, but it's kind of a superstition now because, like, you know, I think at that time and moment, it's just kind of like my moment to kind of give thanks and, you know, glory to God. And um, so it's just kind of something that I've been doing and um, I kind of can just, you know, give him thanks for just allowing me to be on the field, allowing me to be out there. And that right there kind of just sets the tone for, you know, how I feel about, you know, just the game and everything. That's Boom. a good one. That's Hit a that solid one. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. All right. We've got money. a little prayer yeah. for that. Everything goes well. <laughs> yeah. Before we take our next question, this podcast is sponsored by Manscaped, the official below-the-waist grooming partner of the 49ers. Try Manscaped and get 20% off and free shipping with code 49ers at manscaped.com. That's code 49ers for 20% off at manscaped.com. All right. So to close things out, guys, if you don't mind sharing, what's one New Year's resolution for 2023? <laughs> right. Resolution. Told you it was a hot seat, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm not a I'm not a big like New Year's resolution guy, to be honest. I'm okay. I'm constantly like through and I know it's like probably sound like oh Fred doesn't want to do a New Year's resolution too good for that but like it it's like constantly trying to find ways to like get better and mm-hmm. you know like it don't wait till the new year to, to finally right. say right. I'm, gonna go out, I'm gonna go on and start yeah. working out yeah. I'm gonna start yeah. Yeah. you know I'm gonna start reading books like no nah, like it's just you gotta you gotta do that all year round you know it can't just be something you do at the new year but it, it, the new year obviously is a great time to yeah. uh, to start something new if you're going to do that. But this is your sign, everyone that's listening, for a little motivation. Yeah, yeah. start hey, today. Sorry, you know, but <laughs> don't want to rain on nobody parade. But hey, start yeah. today. It's not. It, what, what's the date? The twenty seven. You got a couple more. You got a couple more days. Two days. Two days. Get it out of the way. Start today. <laughs> what about Dre? Do you got one? Um, it's not necessarily like a New Year's resolution, but it's just kind of something that. Uh, just like at the start of stuff, I just like to be kind of like organized, kind of like more together, understanding like, okay, kind of preparing things like the off season and different things. So I kind of like to like be a little bit more organized at the beginning of the year, you know, just kind of get a feel for everything. Cause I don't know, like, it's like beginning of starting like everything over, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I mean, Clean it's the sleep. end of the season, but it's kind of like the start as well. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, you got different, not, you got different goals that you want to reach for the season and uh, you know, it's a certain way you may want to work out, you know, during a, uh, the off season or whatever it may be. So, or a certain weight or whatever it is you want to be. So it's kind of like, uh, it's not nothing necessarily specific, but it's just kind of like, just, you know, just getting myself together. Okay. This is what I want to do. This is where I see myself being the next couple, couple months and then just start working on it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by guys. Those are all the fan questions we have for you. And thank you guys for tuning in to 49ers. You've got mail presented by Manscaped to be featured in our next episode. Make sure to submit your questions to 49ers.com slash mailbag. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's it from us. Goodbye, guys. Thank you. (laughs) See you guys.